Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, y'all. It's me, Mario. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to She Gets It Podcast. My name is Shan. You in the right place. It's Wednesday. What it do? Womp womp. Okay, this is episode 13 of season 16 of She Gets a Pod. I am here. Thank you guys for celebrating with me with episode 12, our four year anniversary. Do you know what that day was? Our four year anniversary. <laughs> She did it, okay? Today I want to talk about do you trust your process, okay? I'm not talking about you, but internally talking about me, but, you know, outwardly sharing all of that shit because that's what I do. I'm talking about letting go of all that doubt and feeling like your plan makes sense even though nobody else understands your plan but you. Having the confidence to carry yourself regardless irregardless of anybody not believing in yourself okay people are always going to find phony shortcuts in life in everything in every career choice in every job that's gonna make you feel like you doing shit the stupid way or you must be doing shit the long way or it must be easier to do shit the illegal way. But if you stick to, if you stay confident, if you stay consistent, if you stay focused, it has to fill a basket of more opportunity and more options in a good way. It has to because of probability. And I know I didn't pay attention in math class when the teacher was talking about that shit, but I'm just saying, come on now. If I put a whole bunch of good motherfucking eggs in the basket versus a whole bunch of nasty, stinky ass, rotten ass eggs in the other basket, if I stick my hand in the basket of all the good eggs and I don't look at it, I'm probably gonna pick out a good motherfucking egg. And that's how you gotta be about your ideas, your uh, plan, your choices, your projects, your business, because it's yours, okay? You can't talk to somebody that's willing to work for somebody for the rest of their life to the casket drop and be limited in life about you 
wanting to work for yourself and not be limited in life. They always going to talk to you in a way that's limited. Do you trust your process? That's what I'm talking about today. <laughs> Join me. Trusting your process is a process within itself. What you deem as important over time is going to change because life changes. Thoughts change. People change. Situations change. Prices changing. Okay. (laughs) And not in a good way for a lot of us. And because life needs change, you got to be able to switch up. Okay, and everybody always complains about how people switch up and why you're not the same. I'm not the same because life ain't the same. I'm not the same because my experiences from when you left, last saw me or you last left me or we last did X, Y, and Z is not the same. So I had to adapt to life changing. Your ability to try and trust that your efforts will work is self-faith. That doesn't happen overnight. It happens after trial and error. It happens after having those gut feelings and ignoring them and going with what somebody else said and going places you didn't really want to, but somebody told you to and more people are over there. So you thought it was right and you should have stuck to your guns and your gut feeling in the first place. So I think it's important for me as a mom to teach my daughters how to trust their gut feelings over what other people say, over what other kids are doing, because that's probably going to save you in life most of the time. Okay? When you have gut feelings about a certain environment not being right. When you have gut feelings about people that lie to your face. When you have gut feelings about, hmm, I hear what you're saying, but I don't trust you. Trust it. Okay? When you have gut feelings about something they write with this job, they asking for too much of my information and not giving me enough of their information, trust that gut. Trust that gut. Okay? Improve your chances of being great by practicing consistently, okay? On how to be great. You only become great by knowing who your competition is, okay? And in life, we all got competition and competitors, and a lot of us dumb out here and think everybody is a friend. And a lot of us dumb out here and think everybody wants to help. A lot of us dumb out here and think everybody is genuine, A lot of us dumb out here and think, oh, just because somebody comes from a good family, whatever the fuck that is, or comes from a good environment, or always had it easy, or um, has enough money, they gotta be smart, or they gotta be able. A lot of the motherfuckers ain't got no common sense. A lot of the motherfuckers got people to pay that's smarter than them to work for them so they can look smart. Okay, so you got to be able to trust your gut in a lot of these uh, 
places and these corporations and um, in tech or in a creative field or uh, in corporate, like, these motherfuckers be the dumbest, laziest motherfuckers on earth, okay? And they like to brush off responsibilities to other people and delegate what needs to get done to other people and show up and show face when shit is sweet, okay? So in order for you to make some thoughts become tangible in your life, you're going to have to swim through a lot of doubt. You're going to have to swim through the doubt of other people. You're going to have to swim through your personal doubt in yourself. And you're going to have to swim through the doubts of other people in history that have completely said, you know, the possibility of somebody being able to do X, Y, and Z is probably not possible. Every fucking thing that you think about is possible if you can think it. Something was impossible at one time and became possible because somebody thought the right thing. Okay? That's why there's possible and impossible. But at some point, having light in the house was impossible. At some point, having cars be able to drive that look different with different engines and putting gas in it, which is a chemical, was impossible. Let me tell you something. The Lord knew that Chantal was not about to have no wagon and no horse trying to get to work at nine (laughs) o'clock. So he had me born in a time where cars were already here. He had me born in a time where having a house made out of brick and multiple levels with light in it and water running through pipes was around because people were still thinking. People were still wanting something better, uh, more efficient, something that made sense. I should be able to walk into a dark house at nighttime and have light to see like I do in the day. How do I do that? Okay, same thing with your process of thinking and trusting your process. You gotta be able to believe some shit to be true when other people tell you it's impossible. That's just how it works. That's that's life. You gotta be able to see your business being successful and huge enough to fund your goals when other people can't see that shit. That's how life works. Okay? And when people around you that been doubting you see you enough, and then you see that you're consistent and they see that you're still pushing out product and they see that regardless of, you know, what you said you wanted to do 20 years ago, you want some new shit now and you've been consistent on this new shit and you always finding a way to reinvent the map of you getting your goals done, but still sticking to yourself to be creative. They going to start having faith in the possibilities of what it is when it comes to you. Because you can't deny what's still vivid. And what's still vivid should be your consistency. And what's still vivid should be uh, your creativity, your talent, your ability to push through, your ability to uh, discover some other shit to be great at and focus on. And you don't care if other people don't like it. And you don't care if uh, other people aren't you know, doing this or into this, you gonna do it 
and you're going to show up and you're going to have product and you're going to make bank and people are going to be like, hmm, what else are you working on? Let me know when you're going to do that. I might want to do it with you. No, do it yourself. If you want to do it so bad, do it yourself. Like, the real people who want to do business, they going to do business themselves. And then once they have their business, then they understand and appreciate the process. And they trust their own process. And they see you trusting your own process. Then y'all can get together with y'all businesses and y'all ideas and collab. But it's not fair for other people who have doubted you who weren't supporting you in the process to sit at the sideline and then see that, hey, they get shit done. Let me jump on their shit because they getting shit done. No, where is your shit at? Where at? What have you done to trust yourself through a process that hasn't been given to you, that hasn't been made for you, that you ain't got a clock in at, that you got to create? Because when you got to create some shit from scratch that never was, that is now is, it's a different appreciation. It's a different grind. It's a different mentality. It's a different sacrifice. So trusting your process is also trusting the fact that you got to be able to know who can be your friend, who can be a part of what you're trying to do in business, who needs to be completely separate but respected and who will just come through your shit and disrespect it and doubt you so ain't no point in sharing the good news that's another thing we gotta be super selective in who we share our good news with okay there's certain people in my in my phone that I'll I'll talk to them about some shit before it's done And there's people in my phone that will never say what I'm working on or what new shit is coming until it's done. And there's some people I don't even let them know what new shit I got. And they don't know until they see me or they hear about me or somebody uh, talking about me. And I don't give a fuck because I don't like you most of the time. When you do find out by third party. (laughs) I really, I really don't. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. The appreciation and what you work hard at is within the process. So if people don't respect the process, they won't respect the product. And this is why Kanye put in his album on that piece of technology is fucking genius because those who appreciate him enough to understand the concept and respect the concept even if it's $200 a piece gonna buy that shit am I gonna buy that shit? probably not but I understand why he's inventing himself a lane for himself to be great in once again and all this hate because of what he does in his personal life with his ex-wife is none of my business 
for me, yes, I'm the type of person that separates the person that does shit in their personal life from the person that creates art, creates the things that they wanted to share with society. I don't know when in society it got cool to be more worried about the artist's or the creative's personal life over their work that they are willing to share with the world. It's invasive. It's full of audacity. And this is why I don't have a goal to be famous. I have a goal to be wealthy. I have a goal to make sure that my children's kids have more options than my kids have. I have a goal to make sure that my children don't have to work for anybody if they don't want to. But... I also don't want to have no problems with nobody when I want to go to Walmart at 11.53 p.m. at night. I don't want to take pictures with people because you see me out buying another uh, thing of coffee creamer. I don't want you running up to my car. I don't want you running up to my kids. I don't want you knowing like where my kids go to school. All of that shit is invasive. All of that shit is invasive and we need boundaries. And just because people are celebrities, it ain't no, oh, it comes with it. Y'all lost y'all motherfucking minds. Period. It's an invasion and then y'all wonder why people are, you know, titled as being crazy or uh, there's something wrong with them. What's wrong with them is y'all. And I'm not talking about the motherfuckers that choose to sign contracts to be on reality TV. Now they deserve everything they get because that's some dumb shit. Because even the executives of those shows will never sign a contract to have their lives and their families be on reality TV. Ain't no coming back from that. If I saw some of the people that was on the real world from 2001 tomorrow, I would know they was on the real world. You know how long ago that shit was? Invasion of space. Invasion of boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Same thing I said last episode. Social media is the illusion of closeness. Of access. Okay? Too much access is not good. Everything requires balance. Knowing what good quality requires will have your ass solo. Will have your ass working by yourself for yourself. Because yes, there, especially in podcasting, there are people that will edit for you. There are people that will um, market for you. There are people that will take over your merch. There are people that will funnel you content ideas. But I don't want no one to put their touch on something that doesn't fit who I am. That doesn't suit me. It's not the way that I would do it. So that's why I do it. That's why I'll host a show solo or with other people. That's why I'll download the show, edit the show, find the music, 
sometimes create the music, sometimes source out the music and pay for it myself. Schedule the episode, do the write-up, do the marketing post, retweet it, retweet the episode from different um, places to listen to it. Redo the merch. Post the merch. Make a story. Make marketing posts. Like, yes, are there people that can do that? Yeah. Can I pay people to do that? Yeah. Would I rather keep my money in my pocket and do it myself? Yeah. Until my lifestyle gets to a point where I can source that out and pay for it and not be bothered. But the balances got to match. Right now, the balances don't match for me to be sourcing out people to do different things on five of the podcasts or four of the podcasts. Is it five? Real Relationship Report, She Gets a Pod, Cozy Womb, So What Page You On Bed, and Not My Stereo. Yes, five. I like being busy. I like doing this. But at the same time, I'm not adding on anything or anyone to what I'm already creating to slow me down. Just so they could show face. Just so they could say I'm a part of X, Y, and Z. I like people that don't, don't get bothered by work. I like people that could come through. I like people when they say words that matters, it makes a difference. I see the difference. I see the effort. I ain't got to second guess it. I'm going to believe in you until I can't believe in you. I'm going to trust you until I can't trust you. You can't be loyal if you can't be trusted. So when I say trust your process, do you trust your process? Do you trust your ability to think of some shit, research some shit, get everything that it requires to get done, do it, create it, go through the process, be consistent and see it through. That's trusting your process. That's something we all should do. Instant gratification takes years to achieve and it isn't appreciated. As fast as it comes is as fast as the happiness goes. It used to take artists months, sometimes maybe a year to create an album, right? And then once we will see artists out and about, that's how we know an album is coming. Now we got EPs, uh... Song drops. Did you download the song? How many how many downloads did it get? And it's quick. And the tour is quick. And the tour is expensive. Because a lot of these music artists are not getting paid from their albums anymore. Because people really don't buy albums anymore. I'm, I'm going to be considered old to my kids because I have CDs under my bed. But... 
it was more than just the CD. It was the album artwork that you had in your hands that sometimes turned into a poster if you folded it on the other side and you could put it in a frame. It was seeing the credits for each track. It was uh, understanding the concept of an album being put together and the sleeves and all of that. Like, it was more than just having a CD. Now it's like you download it, you know, at 10 o'clock by 12 p.m. I ain't thinking about it. I didn't even get a chance to listen to it because I'm listening to other shit. All I know is I got it. I think I got it. I downloaded it. Did you appreciate it? No. Did you play every song and really listen to it? Not really. Everything coming fast to us does not equal quality. And we gotta understand that. And we gotta learn to slow down and appreciate the getting, appreciate the giving, appreciate uh, understanding the concept behind things, what artists and engineers went through to complete certain products. Like, (sighs) nothing is appreciated anymore. Because everything, everything has to be really fast. Well, how fast can you get it? I was just telling Anya how um, she asked me, how does your job pay you money? And I was like, I work, I work. And they give me money. She was like, no, but how do you get it? And I had to explain to her that when I first started to work, I didn't have direct deposit. I would get my paycheck on Friday at the job in, in an envelope, go to the bank, wait in line, either cash it or put it in my bank account. And then it would be in my card. I can't tell you the last time I've been in a bank. To, to, I think when I was getting the house, I went in the bank to put cash in there. I think. Or transfer something. Or when I was in my, when I had my accident, I had to take the check that the lawyers gave me to the bank. But I really don't go in there now. You know, it's direct deposit. (laughs) And I have lots of banks. You know what I'm saying? I have lots of accounts. And I don't know. Um, Technology sometimes takes away the appreciation of the process. And I think it's very important for everybody to find joy in all the steps along the way so you can appreciate where you're getting to. And that's also in relationships. Uh, A big fear of mine when it comes to the big M, marriage, is loving somebody, caring for somebody, being happy with somebody, having joy with somebody, building with somebody, and then five to nine years in, we start to not appreciate what we do for each other because... It's, it's become so mundane and everyday that it's oh you always do that that ain't special what that is a fear of mine that is like 45% of my fear when it comes to relationships and marriage is people losing appreciation of effort It sounds crazy, but I'm I'm so fucking serious. Like, fear, legit. 
That was shit would drive me crazy. So I think it's super important for all of us to be honest about our growth and how we can become better at what we're doing because we can always become better. There's always something to improve. Sometimes you got to step away from it and not touch it for a few days and come back to it and be like, ah, I knew something was funny with this. Maybe it's the eyes. Maybe it's this. I'm like that about paintings. You know why a lot of artists take months to finish shit when it comes to like artwork, whatever they're creating? Because if you spend enough time with a piece of art that you're creating and you look at it and you look at it close and you look at the details and you step back and you look at it and you look at the reference and you look at the colors and you see it another day and you see it another day, your mind starts to perceive it differently. So if you don't touch it for like a few weeks, you're going to see something you didn't see weeks ago. If you don't touch it for like a few months, you're going to see something you didn't see months ago. Right? So, (laughs) I say that to say there's always something to improve. You might not see it now, but you're going to see it later once you get better. What are you giving that will be powerful and valuable to other people is a question. Do you want to be valuable to other people? Are you adding value to the whole thing by being honest about what it is that people will take from it or achieve by what you're creating or are you just making it because you want to make it and it makes you happy and sometimes that works whatever makes you happy is probably gonna make a whole bunch of other people happy and they probably spend their money on it but the odds of that always happening is low because people are iffy but let's get into some of these messages because I feel like I've been talking talking so y'all marketing the podcast one-on-one a creative way to market your podcast the book came in y'all and it's so good it it's just such a smart concept that I'm glad I came up with so basically I think people create a podcast and then they want to know how to talk about it or how to let other people know that they have it. So I created a book on how you can be consistent, um, how you can understand the concept behind your podcast, how you would want the pod cover to look, what ideas you want to come across from the podcast cover. Um, You can basically doodle podcast covers for ideas a space where you could put the seasons of your podcast so you can see the overall idea of what your podcast is probably about to categorize it. I did it. A notes page, pages to follow, pages to unfollow. Um, Because I know Instagram, you'll go on Instagram for one thing and then you'll end up doing another and forgetting why you came on it, right? And so there's a purpose every day on why you're on that thing. So I have a page for Instagram, how to set up your Instagram, which you probably would want it to look like, how to know your audience, how to lay out your IG page. Um, what else is in here? You know, 
how to refocus your IG, you know, what to put in your podcast description, whether it's your greeting, links, contact, socials, what else is in here? How to set up your TikTok, um, little encouraging things like stay motivated and all of that on here. Follow people who are like-minded, just reminders, how to set up your YouTube page. And I mixed up the pages on purpose so you don't have to go for section for section. You can just, you know, today I want to focus on this and you have this page for this page, this page for this page. And then the next day or the next week you can focus on another thing. You don't have to really bounce around a lot in the book. Um, how to set up your podcast merch. You know, what are you selling Price points and profit. Uh, what are your best sellers? The months and, um, that you want to do promo and how often do you want to update it? Your a space for you to put your website. Like it's a really good book. Um, lives I want to do with these creators, and you could basically jot down your notes on why and what their name is, so you can easily find them. You could put the month that you want to do it. A Twitter breakthrough. Basically, how to utilize Twitter what tweets are engaging, what tweets are going to give you numbers, um, how to set up your YouTube video. Like it's a really good book. So if you're a podcaster and you want to know how to market your podcast on social media, this is a great book to get. It's available now on lulu.com. Get yours today. It's called Marketing the Podcast 101. My name is Shan. I am the creator of this book. I am the creator of this podcast. And if you want to get the other book, it's right there on lulu.com beside it. And it's called the... What is it called? (laughs) Brain fart. (laughs) It's called uh, The Podcast Journal. Boom. There you go. You know, we all be having brain farts sometimes. You know, I'm up late creating for y'all as always let's get back to the show (laughs) practice um ain't always perfect but it's better than nothing at all trust me so if you're not practicing being better you're not gonna randomly get better okay my eight-year-old is struggling with that she thinks um you know, one day she's just supposed to wake up and be able to write neat. Do you know how many things I had to write before I had the handwriting I had? Do you know I had a Jamaican mother who gave me unlimited handwriting books to make sure my cursive was on point, to make sure my print was on point? Do you know that I had African teachers in second and third grade that would circle where I didn't cross my T's and dot my I's. It was details. It was people caring about the details that had me at a point where I am today where people compliment me on my the way that I print. All right? It wasn't one day I woke up and I just wrote neat. My ability to make straight lines without rulers is from days of writing in those books. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Great things don't just happen over time with no practice and no consistency. That's not going to happen. All right? So you got to get that out your mind that it's going to happen that easy. Enjoy all the things that you're good at. I don't get into anything I think I know it all about. 
Okay, it's boring. If I know it all, it's like um, picking something to watch. Martin, let's say Martin. Martin's a great show. It's funny. It's timeless. But if I watch an episode of Martin that I know a little too good, I don't want to watch it because in my mind, I've, I've already seen it. I've already um, digested what this episode is. I want to watch something that I can't remember that well so I can genuinely enjoy it. Same thing with doing things that I'm too good at. I'm not going to enjoy it anymore. I got to level up. What's the next level? I used to draw and design sneakers and shoes all the time. And then I got to a point where I'm tired of drawing, just drawing and designing and painting and coloring shoes. I want the next level of that. And the next level of that would be making physical shoes and having that be more tangible for what its purpose is. And so I stopped drawing and designing and coming up with shoe concepts that I couldn't see all the way through because it got boring to me. It's not that I can't do it. It's I don't have any fulfillment in doing that if I can't get the result that I'm now ready for or I feel like I'm one. It works the same thing when you're creating anything else. But at the same time, I don't get into anything not knowing shit about it. I'm going to research it. I'm going to see what's the next levels of it. I'm going to see who's the greatest at it. Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times. And stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in. But you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it... Miro. Easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Who sucks at it? Why they suck? What are the tips for this? What are the cons for this? Am I wasting my time or am I using my time efficiently? If you're not going to look at what you're creating in that way, why the fuck are you creating it? Like, that's a legit question. Every day I have to visualize the success of a project or an idea. Every day. I can't sleep if I have the ability to do it now. I have to change it now. I have to complete it now. I've always been like that. That is who I am. And yes, sometimes it gets on my nerves because I won't be able to lay down. It's like having to pee and being in a comfy spot in your bed. And you're just like, fuck it. And you got to get up and go pee. I got to get up and go create. If the concept is in my mind and I clearly see 
the ability to finish it right now and get it out. I have to take advantage of the opportunities that I have to be better. I don't know how to lay down and relax when I know I could be using my time and my effort more efficiently at this moment. Yeah, I'm going to be sleeping tomorrow. I'm going to be mad at myself. But if I can improve it now, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be irritated by it in the morning. But if I can do it now, I'm going to do it. That's how I know I trust my process. That's how I know my ability to come through on time and correct shit and come through when people be like, ah, that's too much work. Ah, I don't want to do that. Ah, how do you do this? How do you have time for this? I make time. I make time for it. By the time 9 p.m. comes, I know I'm going to be creating and thinking again. I trust myself to come through. I trust myself to show up. I have to ignore those without sight and no passion. The doubters. You have to ignore them. Find your reason and stick to it. Disconnect and reconnect with yourself. Just like a goddamn computer. (laughs) Any tech person be like, did you restart the computer? Did you clear your cache? Like, all of that shit. You got to do that for you, too. And if I can't trust myself to unlearn what hasn't worked thus far, when will I grow? Learn to be patient and prepared and travel and explore and research and learn from people who are smarter than you and have your ego not be bruised and have your pride not be bruised by it. Okay, trust your process by trusting the fact that you have the mindset and the ability to carry out the work that it's going to take for you to be better. My name is Shan. This is She Gets It Pod. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a review. You can call into the show. I will leave the number into the show that you can call in and leave a message. If you have a business or something you're creating that you want to talk about, drop it in the in the uh, little voicemail thing and I'll play it on the show. Um, I just feel like... A lot of us have the ability to create something really great in this lifetime and we shouldn't get caught up in clocking in and clocking out of other people's dreams and not fulfilling our own. My name is Shan and uh, I'm going to catch you next week. Peace. If you want to call into the show, it's 770-444-4444.